Hi, I'm Amber. Welcome to the Lone Star Keto Podcast. Today we have a special guest with us, Dean Killingbeck. He is a holistic lifestyle advocate and the co-founder of Emily Sage, some cool products, and also uh, the author of CBC, CBD for Pets. <laughs> Anyway, so we're going to be talking a lot about pets. As probably most of my followers know, I have a passion for that because I feel like we are really doing our pets wrong with the crap dog food, the crap treats, the the medications, the over vaccinating, the whole thing with with dogs, and it's heartbreaking. And I'm just not not going to have it anymore. So I'm bringing on guests more and more dealing with, with the health of pets, because I think it's incredibly important because we put so much, you know, love into our pets and then we don't even know what we're doing to, to them because we're being told bad stuff. Anyway, welcome Dean. Can't wait to hear all this. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We'll have a lot of fun. Absolutely. Okay. So Dean, let's just kind of start with your background and why do you also have a passion for pets? I really want to know that. <laughs> well, uh, my background, I tell everybody I'm just an old farmer. Okay. That's, that's all I am. But uh, so, you know, being raised on the farm, we always had dogs and everything, all sorts of animals, chickens and all that stuff. But uh, how I really got into the CBD end is I had a dog called Sadie and at 11 years old, she became a lot arthritic, had a lot of pain. And as you well know, there's nothing that breaks your heart more than you have to make the decision to put down an animal. And so I had to put her down. Now we're going to fast forward quite a few years and I have another dog three years ago by the name of Lily. And uh, at that time, I noticed she was in pain. I was picking her up to take her to the vet, putting her in the car. By the way, this is a 66 pound lab. It's not a small dog. She wouldn't jump on the bed anymore. She wouldn't jump on the couch. She wouldn't do any of that. And so I started looking for, I'm not really excited about big pharma. So I started looking to see if there was a holistic thing that I could do for my dog and uh, came across CBD. Just at that time, CBD became legal in Michigan. You know, there's got to be a reason, right? So I picked it up, the CBD, took it home. And after four days, this dog was a completely different dog. I didn't, she jumped at the car. She runs around like she's a puppy now at 14. She goes up and down the steps. She jumps on the bed. All those things she couldn't do when she was 11 years old. So it convinced me that there's really got to be something with CBD. And uh, I, I tell everybody, now she thinks she's a lap dog. At 14, she <laughs> wants to jump on my lap. Sit on my lap as I'm watching one of the football games. So... That was part of my holistic journey with CBD, but it really started uh, probably when my first wife had ovarian cancer. And again, you know, all the stuff that the doctors were doing and God bless them, they, they did their best and she passed away. And, and I thought doctors knew exactly what was going on. 
And after she passed away, I was talking to one of the nurses that was there that knew me real well and got to be friends with because she was taking chemo all the time. And she said, because I, wa I wanted to get her into a, a new protocol. And the reason why the doc didn't want to put her in that protocol is because he had his own protocol he wanted to put her in. So it got me a little more into this. Well, maybe I won't believe everything they tell me anymore. So when my present wife came down five years ago with Alzheimer's, we really became holistic. We were already already doing the organic food. Uh, and, and by the way, I think the dogs and cats should eat organically too. But anyway, it's, it's one of those things you really got to watch dog food. I mean... I, I've got a friend that's a nutritionist and I can't believe some of the crap they put in dog food. It's pretty amazing. Um, like ground up roadkill and all that stuff. And people don't realize that, but they actually do do that or dead cows that die of a disease that that's the only place that they can put them is in dog food. So, which they do a anyway. So when my wife got diagnosed with Alzheimer's, we really became holistic and we, you know, we went on keto, keto and we did some other things um, along with it. And even though I was on keto, I didn't lose my big old fat belly that I had. But when I started CBD along with it, I lost 50 pounds in three months, have kept it off for three years. Wow. Only because CBD became legal at that time did that happen to me. Otherwise, I would have never known because I was giving it to the dog. I said, well, it works so well for her. It's got to work for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I started taking it and, and Kim did too, my wife. And um, she's progressed, but not as quickly as they said, because she was fairly young when she got it. Um, she was 52 at the time. So... Uh, consequently, they said, oh, this is going to take place very quickly compared to older people. It doesn't progress quite as fast. So that's kind of my story, how I became really holistic and a CBD advocate, if you want. That's awesome. Okay, go ahead and tell us a little bit, though, about how you became the co-founder of your company. Well, it's it's it started out all with, you know, we really... <laughs> I really wanted to get the word out about CBD. So we started a company that was strictly a pet company and CBD. That, you know, because it was legal, I said, hey, there's a great opportunity here. I know enough about CBD and I know what's going on and how it works in their bodies so quickly. Let's, let's start this company. So we did. And, uh, and then we got to people because, again, just like me, people were saying, it works so well for the dog. What do you got for me? And so we went into the people end. And that transferred into, okay, to Emily Sage, what we're doing now. And we said, let's get the word out even more. Uh, I, I'm going to throw in a fax, and I hate facts, but I'm going to throw this one in. Like in facial creams and, and makeup that women use right now. If you go to Europe or you go to Japan, there's over 1300 chemicals that cannot be used. 
okay? 1,300. You come in the United States, the FDA, 300. So we said, let's do a plant-based company that's not only got CBD, but we're gonna do nutrition. We're gonna, we're gonna do some facial things for women. Um, because it's basically women-based is what, what we're doing. Of course, you, you do know that you women buy 80% of the goods sold in the United States. So there's a good reason why we aim for women. But so we wanted to make it all clean and we wanted to make it all plant-based. And that's how we came about to Emily Sage. We said, okay, let's put all this together and, and do a really good job. And that's kind of what we did. Okay, so where did the name come from? And the face of the company. I'm just curious. Uh, yeah, the, the two names I have, uh, there's four of us that are co-founders. And two of the partners got to, to get, we all got together and they said, oh, what are we going to name the company? And they said, well, since we're going to be women-based and you have a girl named Emily and you have a girl named Sage, let's name it Emily Sage. So oh, we okay. took the two ladies or two daughters of the two co-founders and we put their name together and came out with, I love the name, Emily Sage. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> so it's good. That all came about. Yeah. Uh, we all came together I, and my partner, one of them's my son, okay? The, the other one, uh, co-founder, uh, Mark Islaw, him and I have worked together on many projects and we came together about 18 years ago. We were both at a seminar and we got off the plane and we were both carrying, <laughs> carrying the same information from a guy by the name of Dan Kennedy, one of the best marketers around. And I, I looked at him and said, oh, you were at the seminar. He said, oh, you were at And we became friends and became business partners in, in doing uh, different business mm -hmm. with houses. And then Mary, we were looking for somebody that, that knew how to talk to, to women, because let's face it, I'm a man and I can't quite talk the same way or have the same feelings that a woman does. Don't kid yourself. It's not possible. So that, that's how that came about. We found her because she had already been in direct sales and knew the, the direct sales business. So we wanted a lady that was uh, ahead of the company and could say, now nah, that's a stupid product. You guys are men, aren't you? <laughs> So. I love that. And I had a feeling I had a feeling. Yeah, because when I was doing more research and getting ready for the podcast and all, and I kept coming up with that. And I'm like, this is wrong. This is I I, I think I have the wrong link. And then then it, I finally I, I figured it out. And I was like, Oh, and I bet I know why. <laughs> I bet I know why. <laughs> yeah, well, that's smart. And I mean, yeah, because who, who are you going to be, you know, advertising to? So there you go. There you yeah. go. Right. <laughs> well, right. That's awesome. Okay, so let's talk. Let, let's uh, start talking a little bit about CBD for pets. You you spoke a little bit about it, but let's expand on that. Why would somebody want to give their pet CBD? Like, are there certain symptoms? Are there you know parameters? What what makes somebody go? Oh, you know, I think my dog needs CBD. Okay, so let's let's start at the beginning and say a little bit about what it's really good for. Okay, so what can CBD help the dogs with? Inflammation, uh, anxiety, and there's two types of anxiety. We call it separation anxiety and situation anxiety. So separation anxiety is when 
you, you know, you start getting ready to go go to work or you're going to go out. Uh, the dog starts prancing around the house. You have to put the dog in doggy jail because if you don't, it's going to tear apart the house while you're gone. I, I, I love telling this story is that uh, there's this beagle pup. And well, it wasn't a pup. It was a three-year-old. The guy went to the pound, got the dog, found out it had, they were there for oh, about three weeks of this COVID thing, you know, that they didn't go to work and they were working from home. Dog got used to them being around. <laughs> now they, they're going back. Like and it was more like three months. But anyway, they're going back to work. So they put the dog in the laundry room. And literally, I wish I could show you a picture of this. The dog tore apart the laundry room. There wasn't one rag. There was, it even jumped high enough to get all the curtains down off the curtain and shredded those. I mean, shredded every box that there was in the place. It was a total mess. And just because it was used of mom and dad being home, they left. And the dog had separation anxiety. So then there, then there's what we call situation anxiety. That's when thunderstorms or you have fireworks or the worst one is, is when people are coming in and knocking out the door and the dog goes crazy or the mailman comes up, that sort of, that's situational anxiety. So it works really well for those. And it works well for seizures. So there's a lot of dogs that I'm really surprised at how many dogs have seizures. Um, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law have a dog that's had a seizure like since it's been three and not one. It has like three, four every month was on two medications. We started the dog on CBD. We started heavy doses and now they're down to half of one pill and they've already stopped one medication. Well, you know, not blaming the vets because we all love our vets. At least most of us do. And, you know, <laughs> I really like my vet. And, I, you know, it, it, most people do it. If you don't trade vets, that's what I say. But um, so the vet cannot recommend CBD because of the situation that they're in right now. No vet, it, unless they want to lose their license, mm -hmm. uh, recommends CBD. So, you can ask them about it, but the truth is they're probably not going to answer you in a, a yes or no firm, firm way. They're going to say, well, if you'd like to try that, go ahead. Or I don't, you know, nothing's been proven yet. So I'm not so sure about it. So you can't blame that. I, I got off track, by the way. So <laughs> I'm <on> track now. <laughs> so so yeah, you have inflammation, which is arthritic, you know, older age dogs and stuff. The number one thing that I tell everybody though, when I'm talking to them, it's probably the best supplement for your dog that there is. Why do you want to wait until they have a problem and then try to solve the problem? Why don't you do like we're doing and take your vitamins, take your supplements, take your minerals, right to start with. I mean, I'm sure your granddaughter, your your daughter probably has your granddaughter on some type of supplement already at two years old, or, you know, or, or at least thinking about it, you know, even yeah, if it's yeah. one of those gummy <clears throat> one a day vitamins. Well, that's the same thing that your dog should be doing. 
especially since we know that CBD works with the whole body. You know, mm-hmm. it, we call it the Annika book, and I can't ever pronounce it unless I read it. Okay. <laughs> Endocannabinoid system. Okay. Mm, okay. So we all have that. Humans have that. All, all mammals have it. Okay. And it's all these receptors that are in our body. And it, it tells us how, to, how our body functions. And so we know that CBD can help those receptors, each other, join with each other so that it helps the body and brings it into another big word, homeostasis, which, may, which basically means that, it, that you have the whole body as well-being. I tell everybody, they say, well, what does homeostasis really mean? And I say, well, let's put it this way. If if you, you want to drink a water, if you're thirsty, you go get a drink of water. Your body tells you that. If you're overheated, you look for some shade. Your body tells you. That's what homeostasis is. It's your body telling you what you need. Well, yep, that leveling, leveling out. But to get back to, and that's the same thing with dogs. They, they In fact, is like dogs have about 50,000 receptors in their nose for smell. We have about 5,000. So they have a lot more receptors. So consequently, when you're working with animals, especially dogs and cats, I should say, but especially dogs, they react to CBD so much quicker than humans do. It's great. Mm. I, I, can, I can tell you this. I've had people, I'll give you a good example. I had a, a, a person call me and say that knew I was selling CBD and said, my dog just got kicked by a cop. We took it into the floor and it's dragging its back left mm. leg and just dragging it and said, it's already wore off all the skin. And the vet said to him, nah, probably it's neurological and it's probably not gonna come back. And, but we can amputate the leg. And she says, CBD uh. will help. And I said, Hey, let's try. I mean, what can it hurt, right? You can't hurt. It can't hurt it. So they gave it CBD. Three days later, this dog is not limping at all. It's running on all four legs. The vet said, what did you do to the dog? That's how good CBD can work in some of those cases. You know, arthritis for older dogs it's great i mean i i just can't tell you i can give you an example after example i had a friend of mine that had a um, 15 year old lab and was in the same situation i was with sadie i've got to put down the lab it's it's in pain it's incontinent it's going on the floor and stuff four days on cbd it wouldn't even get up to meet him at the door anymore. That's how much pain it was in. The dog's up, meeting him at the door. The dog's not peeing on the floor anymore. It's, you know, it's a, a completely di- different dog. It lasted a whole year. And then finally they had to put the dog down, but they had that friend for a whole year. And I think that says a heck of a lot about CBD. 
Absolutely. Now, do you have different forms? Like this is the calm one. Uh, would this work for like arthritis issues too, inflammation issues, or, or is this like a different okay. manufacturing of it? Or Okay. The calm is for, for you all. Uh, for pets, we've got, we've got a small, large, and medium, uh, small, medium, and large dog. This is the small one. Oh, it's companion, companion then, right? Okay, for the small dog. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a dog up to about 20 pounds someplace in there. And I'm a little different than if you go online and see what my other competitors say. Here's what they say. Start out with a small dosage and then increase it. And I go, mm -mm, nope, been in this business long enough. You don't... You start with a large dosage and go down. Why, why am I recommending that? Because we want, we know that they have so many more receptors than humans do. They're going to react very quickly. You can tell in two or three days whether you've get, you're giving them enough CB, CBD. But if you start small and you go for a week and you say, oh, I don't see any improvement. Then you go a little mm. bit. I don't see any improvement. <clears throat> By the third time, what happens? Uh, this shit don't work. Honest to goodness, when I first started out selling CBD just for pets, I was losing a lot of people because they said, this stuff don't work. I, I've tried it. Okay. Well, I finally hit, hit what happened is they weren't working. They gave up way too early to get to the point and give it enough to the dog that it would really help them. So I tell everybody to start a hot and people say, well, can't they overdose? There's never, there's never been one confirmed overdose or death of a dog or a human mm -hmm. on CBD. Now, let me tell you what can happen if you, if you give them too much CBD. They get tired and they go over in the corner and lay down. Okay, that's one. The other is they might have a little bit of diarrhea, but you know what's causing it? It's not the CBD, it's the oil in the CBD, okay? So you don't really ever have to worry about that. Now, if you see your dog has diarrhea, yeah, I, personally, I'd probably bring down the dosage, but I tell everybody, and depending on what it is, if it's inflammation or, or if it's seizures, they need much more in a higher dosage than they do if it's just pure anxiety or especially if it's just situational anxiety. Uh, separation anxiety, you dose in the morning, dose at night, usually I help them. And I tell people, well, are they anxious when you get home? No. Well, then just give them a heavy dose during the day and not at night. You know, so you have to kind of figure that out a little bit, what your dog needs and what it doesn't need. Um, I've got people with thunderstorms that come around and they know that the thunderstorm's coming. Fourth of July, by the way, is our biggest CBD selling month of the year. Okay. I bet. Absolutely. And I tell everybody, why are you fooling around and going, oh, it's, it's going to get, uh, let me see, uh, about another hour, it's going to be dark while they start shooting fireworks before dark. I say, give the dog the CBD in the morning, give the dog CBD at night. You only got a week then you don't have to worry. 
You know, you don't have to run out there and go, oh, I better give him his CBD. Oh, I forgot to give him his CBD. You know, that sort of thing. So it, it works really, really well for situation anxiety. People coming over, you know, you know that you're going to have people coming in the house and your dog is doesn't like strangers. You know, it's an aggressive dog to strangers. You give it a, a, a decent heavy dose an hour before they're coming. It's pretty common sense. It's a amazes me how we we try to make everything too complicated it's really simple i've got um, several trainers that use uh, my cbd now and they'll tell you the same thing they 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 tell it if they come across <clears throat> excuse me a really really aggressive dog i mean one that's aggressive aggressive they will not train that dog until it has cbd and the reason is they need to calm that dog down enough so it's trainable. It, it amazes me. I, I had a woman that literally got kicked out of doggy daycare from four different places. Mm. Her dog was that aggressive towards other dogs. She, she started her dog on CBD, saw how non-aggressive it became because she could walk it without the dog trying to walk by another dog and not tear it apart. And she said to the, 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 the doggy daycare, let me bring my dog back. It's a changed dog. And they said, we'll give her two hours, but guess what? You're going to stay here the two hours of dogs here. And sure enough, they said, we can't, we don't know what you're doing to the, with that dog, but we want to know. And she told them that CBD, they became a client of mine. Ah. They're selling CBD because they were that, that they realized how good a product it was for dogs. So. That, that is, that is the coolest thing. And mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, I wished I would have had this information when we first got uh, one of our dogs, we still have her. She's in horrible shape right now, but um, she was a rescue dog. We got her when they were guesstimating like six to eight months old. And she was terrified specifically of men. She bonded to my daughter and I, but that was it. And whenever somebody would come over, she'd hide in the corner and just shake. She was never, ever, ever aggressive. She was way the other side. I mean, yeah. terrified and it was horrible. We tried to take her out for a walk and she was, she, we think she's a cross between a pit bull and a chocolate lab. And so she was very strong, very, very muscular. And she could flip up out of her collar, no matter how tight we had it on. If she saw somebody else coming down the street and she could sniff somebody, she'd walk out the door, sniff somebody down the street and she'd come running back in the house. She wanted nothing to do with it. She was terrified. It was awful. Um, now she's so old and is in so much pain that she don't even care anymore. I mean, it doesn't really even bother that, mm -hmm. that much anymore, but she hurts. And we did try CBD oil and it's kind of the experience that you mentioned. We just got it, you know, over the counter, like at PetSmart or something like that. So who knows the quality, whatever, but we tried that with her. And the only thing we noticed was a severe diarrhea. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And so <coughs> we, we, like you said, we gave up because we didn't know. Right. Right. We were like, you know, why it's just making her sick. It doesn't seem to be helping her at all. So <clears throat> and, then, and there's there's three different types, okay? They're called full spectrum, broad spectrum, and then isolate. If it if it if it's a product that's not probably in that seventy to eighty dollar range, you're probably getting isolate, okay? 
Isolate only has one cannabinoid in it. There's 113 cannabinoids in CBD. It only has one cannabinoid in it, that's CBD. None of the entourage effect. In other words, the, the whole is greater than any part. Okay, you know what I mean? Because what happens when you just have CBD, you don't have the other 112 and you don't, you're not getting any entourage effect over the CBD and CBD, CB, CBN, C, C, yeah, CBN, CBG, CBD, and that's the three that I know. And then there's a whole bunch more. But you're not getting all that effect helps the, the body. So you have to be very careful when you're buying. I, I love people that say, oh, I, I've tried that. And I, if I've heard this once, I've heard it a hundred times from friends because they say, oh, CBD, I've tried that. And I said, where'd you buy? Oh, we bought it. We bought it at the convenience store. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> $50 for it. And you bought it at the convenience store. So I said, do you realize that 50% of the isolate comes from China and Russia? They go, what? Yeah. So that's why it's so cheap. And they go, what do you mean it comes from China and Russia? I said, that's where it comes from. I said, do you know how many heavy metals are in it? Do you, do you know if it's got any pesticides in it? Any herbicides in it? I said, nope, you don't. They don't have to do COAs, which is certificate of analysis for anybody. Any good company does a COA. We go one step farther than that. Not only do we do a COA, but our bottler, all our stuff is organic growing, but our bottler requires us because he's pharmaceutical grade. That's, that's a company that he, it's pharmaceutical grade. He has to know if there's any mold or, or fungus in it before he can even bring it into his facility. So we do one extra test that most people don't do. They don't, they just test for heavy metals, pesticide, and herbicide. So we do one more step. To, to talk to you, tell you about China and Russia, I love this story. This is a great story. So I'm watching a documentary about China and, and hemp. So they're growing a lot of hemp. And the guy is out there in the field and he's bragging that just two years ago, this field grew tobacco for like 30 years. And I go, oh my goodness, because hemp has a propensity to bring everything out of the soil and put it in its, its leaves and its plants. To give you an idea, over in Chernobyl, you know, where they had the new... Uh -huh. They're planting hemp all the way around there to clean up the land. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, it sucks all that, that radioactivity out of the oh. land. Anyway, so China's bragging about it. <clears throat> and then I said, yeah, and then you turn it along into isolate and you're sending it all over the world. But you want to know the best thing? They cannot use CBD. It's outlawed to use CBD in China. <laughs> they can't use it. It's outlawed, but yet they can suck up all that tobacco because pesticides, there's nothing that uses more pesticides than tobacco because every leaf has got to be perfect. They can't have any holes in it or it doesn't wrap right. You know, so you, got, you have that, you have herbicides and you've got to fertilize it like it's going out of style. As an old farmer, I know a little bit about tobacco. Okay, so uh, I'm not talking off the cuff. So consequently, 
All that stuff is being sucked up into those leaves, being ground, being dried, and sent over to us. Mm. So that's where cheap CBD comes from. Mm-mm. That's not cool. Well, I'm going to assume then, uh, how is yours grown? Like, tell us the process that go through to, you know, get this product. Yeah, it, it, it it's, uh, comes out of Colorado. It's all organically grown, organically certified. It's, it's pretty interesting. It's got less than 0.3 THC in it. In fact, is what we do out of the 113 cannabinoids, we take out one cannabinoid. We take out the THC. Um, that's what makes you high. That what's, that's what's the difference between marijuana and, and, and hemp. And uh, I'm going to take it for granted that maybe all your people don't know about it, so I'm just going to explain the difference. Marijuana is grown so it has lots of THC in it that gets you that that psychedelic effect that you want when you get high and hemp is grown for heavy CBD and low THC the farmers actually have to test to be good CBD you have to test it five times a year throughout its growing season, because if it gets over 0.3 THC, it's now considered marijuana. We had a farmer down in Georgia that we call it, his plants got hot. He had a hundred acres of of hemp that he literally had to burn. (gasps) Oh. Yeah, at at the cost of about $7,000 an acre. That's what it cost him to plant that plant, that product. So I get, so anyway, our, ours is all organic and growing. So uh, yes, they do use herbicides and pe- not herbicides, but pesticides. But you got to remember they're all organic pesticides that they use. Okay. So all natural fertilizer, no, no chemical fertilizer on it. So it's organically, it's squeezed, it's CO2. There's two ways to extract it. One is, this has really got to bore everybody to death, but one CO2 and the other one uses alcohol, ethanol, actually, stuff you put in your radiator, keep it cool. You know, so you, the ethanol is a faster way to extract. It's a cheaper way to extract, but it also you loses, uses, it leaves ethanol in your product. Okay. CO2 is, 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 leaves no residue to your product. So that's why we use CO2 extracted. And then it comes okay. into us here in Grand Rapids and uh, we bottle it here. Again, we have to have it COA. We have certified it to make sure that we know everything that's in it and everything that's not in it that we don't want in it, pesticides, heavy metals, herbicides. And um, then we also do that second test for fungus and mold. So very that's- cool. That's kind of the product. We're, 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 we're pretty keen on knowing where all our products come from. And I think that's really important. And that's why I like to discover, you know, companies that maybe are not these huge, you know, known places or whatever. Um, I'm very big on giving my dogs collagen and I go through a specific company because he does a similar thing like you, where he's not required to do certain testing, but he does. And it's human quality too. You know, it's not, you know, okay, it's for a dog. Uh, we don't have to worry about it this much or whatever. But, uh, and, and the same with another company I deal with, you know, everything is very wholesome and they go the extra step beyond of what you might find in your typical, you know, 
big box store, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> well, you know, if, if, if you're selling to big box stores, what are they looking for? They're always looking for price. They want to be cheaper. Mm -hmm. Cheaper doesn't mean it's, it, it's any good. Cheap sometimes it, you can find stuff that's cheap that, you know, or reasonably priced. I like to say that we're not expensive. We're not cheap. We're reasonably priced. So if you find the reasonably priced companies, you'll normally find that the, most of them will have COAs. Um, a lot of them are growing using organic. Several of us are. Um, uh, so I really recommend that. It's just like, when you talk about organic, I, here, here, I'm going to go off the wall. Okay, I'm going to go. Really, I tell everybody is, and we, we were stoop crop farmers. For you young ones like yourself, that means that we were vegetable growers. We stooped over in the spring and we didn't get the <laughs> up straight until fall, you know. So that's why I was stupid. I was so vegetable farmers. I tell everybody, I don't care if you're organic or not, but anything that's got a root to it, I'm talking. I'm talking turnips, I'm talking carrots, I'm talking potatoes, I'm talking uh, radishes, anything that's got a bulb to it or a root to it like that, you should never, ever buy anything except organic because everything that they put on there, all the pesticides, all the herbicides, all that artificial fertilizer, all goes to that tubule. It's the biggest mistake people make. And I tell them, you line me up 20 carrots, Put 10 of them that are organic grown, 10 that aren't organic grown, and I'll guarantee you, I'll guess you every one that, that is organic and every one that's not. Wow. That much different flavor in them. But, wow. So they should really watch that. piece. That's a piece of information that, that is free, and therefore you won't ever listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> right okay so if somebody is looking for it uh, i don't know what's required to be on these packages but if somebody wanted to to go and say they you know didn't know about your company or whatever right. and they went what are some tips you can uh tell them of what to look for that should be on the package or should not be on the package okay. is there a way to tell yeah first of all they want full spectrum or broad spectrum cbd that should be on the package, okay? They, they should be able to, and more, almost everybody's putting dosage charts on there. So that does help. Just take whatever their dosage chart is and go to the high end and start there. You know, don't go to the low end. Because I'm telling you, they'll give up before they get there. And you know, like you said, the only thing that can happen is maybe you get diarrhea, then just drop it down real quick. That's all. And that'll stop the diarrhea for you. But usually it's, it's the oil that they put in, you, you know, there's only two oils that you should put in CBD. One is MCT oil and, and the, the, other, the other is uh, just CBD. It's hemp oil is what it really is, okay? So the, if it's got olive oil or one of those in it, you don't want it. And, you know, again, it's a cheap product that way. And that's why they put they don't put MCT or they don't put hemp oil in there. Okay. Okay. That makes sense now that I think about it, because the one I used with my dog, if I'm not mistaken, had the MCT. And I, from what I understand, you know, humans too, if you have, uh, get too much of the MCT, you can have the diarrhea issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even besides like the oil. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It was a mess. Let me just tell yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. But, 
Okay. I'm trying to see what, okay. So anything else? Um, I noticed like yours says vegan, gluten-free, non-GMO, THC-free, organic, broad spectrum, hemp extract, uh, 200 milligrams CBD, organic MCT oil. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's pretty well it. And most good people put that on there, but I, you can't always believe everybody. So I tell everybody, if, if you're buying from the store, go on the web, the website and see what their COAs say, okay? If you can't see a COA on their website, you don't want them. That's a certificate of analysis. I'll give you, this is, this is a beautiful example of what's going on out there with CBD companies. And this chiropractor was trying to convince her to use my product. And she says, well, I'm always, I'm already using XYZ company. Said, hmm, haven't heard of them. Let me, let me go on there and look online. So I went online, looked, they had COAs online. Okay. They had three products. They had one that was 250. They had one that said it had 750 milligrams of CBD in it. And one that said it had 1500 milligrams of CBD in it. The COA for the 250 at 825 milligrams of CBD in it. The 750, so you were getting three times more than you, you really wanted. The 750 at 825 milligrams of CBN. So you're getting about pretty close to what you needed. The 1500 at 825 milligrams of CBD in it. So you were getting half of what they really said that you're paying for, and you're paying like 158 bucks for. Wow. Okay, so you're getting really put to you if you want to put it nicely. So I tell everybody, even though they do that, go online, look at what your COAs say, because mm -hmm. they have to put the true COAs online. All that company did was take the same CBD and change the label on each box. Wow. That's uh-uh. That's all they did. And right now, uh, I haven't seen the studies, but two years ago, there was several of the studies, just independent studies done by the news agencies. And they, both of them came out with 70% of the CBD being sold was mislabeled. And I think that's typical in a lot of what we see. <laughs> I have pardoned my little to, okay, no trust anymore. <laughs> so. well, you know, it's, it's understandable with what's going on in the world completely, you know, what, so yeah. yeah. You know, oh, put a mask on, take a mask off. Oh, <laughs> do this, do that. Take this shot, take two more shots. You won't get it. You will get it. Yeah. I mean, you know, no. so it, it's hard just, to believe anything anymore. Yeah, 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 it is. It really is. You know, so I, I'm I'm a skeptic when it comes to it's just like I hate to beat up beat up on big pharma, but I'm going to for a minute. Do it. <laughs> they just say, I tell everybody, we're not in a health crisis, we're in a wellness crisis. If you're in a health crisis, the health crisis is this: here, take another pill, take another pill, take another pill, take another pill. The wellness is. What causes the problem? I mean, we know that CBD does so well, but yet our vets and our doctors can't talk about it.
because the hands are tied. Why are their hands tied? Because all that money that Big Pharma is shoving at their, at their associations to tell them, we don't want this out there. We would rather give a dog Benadryl and Prozac than CBD. Does that make sense? Here, do you think that dog's body or our human bodies were made to ingest chemicals? I don't think so. I don't think we were made that way. I think we were in, made to ingest plants. You know, and that's why everything that we do is plant-based. You know, that's I love that. Story. That's one of the stories we want to get out there is that there's alternatives to taking another pill. My mother-in-law, I can say this on CBD, but I, I, about CBD, I have because it's anecdotal. I have a chiropractor has five of his clients that have diabetes that are on CBD. Okay. Two of them completely off. Mm. Completely off. Now they're type two diabetes. They're not type one. So they're not mm -hmm. taking. And the other three have cut their 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 pill that they take in a third. Wow. Good. I'm, my mother-in-law is diabetic, and I keep trying to tell her, take CBD, please take CBD. She won't take it. Well, that's the same thing. You know, I run into the frustration in the diet, you know, area too, is where, you know, you have it like a type two diabetic, you know, what causes it, you know, what the issue is, but yet they keep throwing what's causing it at the problem. <laughs> Hello, you know, anything that jacks your blood sugar up, you yeah. should kind of try to control, you know, yeah. but yet they make that the base of, you know, the diet plan. And I'm like, but why wouldn't you reduce that? And then you would reduce the actual root issue. So it makes no sense to me. And that's the same kind of thing. It's like, just, just throw medicine at it and then just keep putting fuel on the fire. It just, and cover up the symptoms with the, whatever it just, it's very well, frustrating. Morphin, more, more. Morphin. What's the Met, meta metaphor that Met you're talking about? Metaphor. Metaphor. Is that it? Is that what yeah. The diabetic medication. Yeah. Yeah. She's taking metaphor. <laughs> metaphor. I'll remember yeah. that. And, uh, it, it, you know, I don't know what, nobody knows what long-term what it's going to do. I mean, so. No, I know. I know. It, it just frustrates the crap out of me. <laughs> and you know, something you said, and I want to bring this up just because, just to get this straight, there are some people, and I consider them to be such, it's a smart ass thing to say, is when you say the word chemical, obviously everything is a chemical, okay? Water is a chemical, okay? That is not what's talked about when you say, you know, chemicals. So just so people know, and they don't get all, you know, well, water is a chemical, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know what you're talking I about. Just, you you know what we're talking about. On this one, maybe. <laughs> uh, you know, well, you never know, because somebody's going to pick it out and, and pick on that. And it's so ridiculous. It's just like when you say, oh, you know, it's good to reduce your carbs. <sighs> Okay, maybe we should be more specific. Okay, processed carbs, uh, yeah. grains, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah. but most people pretty much understand that unless they are just really not in the real world and, and don't consider, I mean, obviously vegetables are a carb, yes, but there's a difference between broccoli and a piece of bread. 
you know, and, and when you say, you know, reduce your carbs, most of the time you're talking, you're pretty much talking about those processed carbs, but people got to chime in. Well, you know, broccoli's a carb. You eat that, don't you? And it's like, oh, good God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you have to be so specific because people just will take something and twist it and run with it. And you're like, good God. <laughs> It's a clown world. Give me a break. Yeah, it's a clown world. I'm pretty sure you knew what we meant, but whatever. Okay. So we'll just have to spell everything. And the same with like um, type two diabetes, you know, and I get it. People, you know, type one is very different than type two. It is different. Absolutely. But when you talk about reversing diabetes, you don't talk about type one because you can't do that. You know, that's a different animal. And right. so people jump on, well, type one, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, yeah, we're talking about type two. Well, you didn't state that. And they're like, oh God. Okay. So everything has to be spelled out. <laughs> okay. So it is chemical. Yes, we know water's a chemical, but we're talking about the synthetically made crap that's in it. And we're talking type two diabetes when we've talked about diabetes, you know, just like, okay. All right. That was my soapbox. So there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I got a question for you. You, yes. you said you have an older dog that's in pain. Yes, yes. Uh, she's in a lot, a lot, a lot of pain. She's on gabapentin and steroids. She's so old. We, we've thought we were going to have to put her down so many times. And then she'll like all of a sudden come back and we're like, oh God, okay, we can't do it. No, you so know. Mark send you, did we send you a large one or just a small dog? I think th this is the one The it's for the small and um, for, for calming. Can I make a suggestion? Sure. Okay. So I want you to try to give her three full droplets a day. I don't think that's going to make her diarrhea. And it's not going to last very long doing that three droppers full a day. Okay. Uh, it's going to last you probably 10 days. Okay. Uh, and you'll know within four days, whether she's feeling better or not. She's okay. really. Insane. So give it four days. And if she doesn't have diarrhea, hopefully she won't. Uh, uh, and you're feeding her kibble or, or wet food. Raw. Food. Okay, so just put it on a raw food. That's what I do. Oh, okay. Just okay. mix it in. Okay. I, 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 I just squirt squirt it right on, on the food. That's another question that people ask me. How do you give it to them? And I say, <laughs> well, kibble, uh, you know, or, or raw or whatever, uh, just squirt it on their food. That's the easiest way to do it. Uh, I've got a good friend of mine who's nutri nutritionist, health nutritionist. Uh, pet nutritionist. Anyway, long story short, she's got a bulldog, cutest thing you ever seen. The bulldog actually lifts its its hind leg and opens its mouth <laughs> and squirted in it. It's the cutest thing. And I mean, this dog loves it. I had, I had another older dog. Uh, this she she started CBD with her dogs when they were young. So she believes the same thing I do, that dogs need a supplement. You're, you're giving glucosamine, right? Uh, no, no, you're collagen. Uh, yes, collagen. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to tell you, put the CBD with the collagen, you're really going to have something that works. Oh, uh, cool. Uh, anyway, where was I going? Oh, this dog was an older dog, was in pain, started on CBD, 
the pet parent <laughs> ran out of CBD and she she called me up in a panic and she says, I gotta have it, I gotta have it, my dog, my dog. Her dog would walk over to the counter and sit his butt down, looking up at the counter where she kept the CBD every morning and every night for about 10 minutes until the dog didn't get the CBD, then it finally walk away. But every morning, every night, it knew it needed its CBD. Aww. I've got to get this. You know, so I, I mean, need this. You know, that one of those type of things. That was so funny. Uh, overnighted, overnighted. <laughs> I don't care. I want it. <laughs> I, I understand that. I'll tell you what, my dogs, they, they like certain things too, and they know. And, and, you know, I, after the horrible incident with, with my uh, diabetic and she was on thyroid medication too, it was just the most awful thing. And we had to make that decision. That was horrifying, absolutely horrifying what we went through that day. And I, I had kept resisting, resisting, resisting. No, we can, fig- we, we get this under control. She kept going into ketoacidosis and we had to get specially ordered syringes because we had to use that much insulin. It was awful. And she went into a seizure and it was the worst thing I've ever seen. And we thought she was dead and I was hysterical. And then all of a sudden she jumps up and she like, okay, what's the deal here? You know, and we're like, what? Cause I thought that was her last thing, you know? And then I was like, no, can't do this again. Can't do this again. It was awful. So anyway, we went through that. And a- after that, I was like, no, I- I'm going to figure out what, my dog should, should be eating because I spend so much time talking about human diet. What the heck was I thinking with the dog diet? They're 0.02% away from a wolf. Why right. am I feeding them? Like there's some kind of vegan, right? They're carnivores. They're meant to eat that way. That's and there's very few kibble you can get. That's decent. I have two companies that I've, uh, got some samples from just, you know, that have contacted me or whatever. And I will occasionally sprinkle some of my older dog's food because she has issues (laughs) and, uh, but I will not give that to my puppy, but um, I have a six month old chocolate lab and she's, she's from the get go. When we brought her home, we transitioned her off the kibble and it was pretty quick within a week. She was eating completely raw and she has been since, and she is a gorgeous, nice, slim, beautiful coat dog, you know, way hyper, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's certain things that dogs should be eating just like with humans. Right. We weren't meant to eat the crap we're eating. Right. We were meant to eat, you know, whole natural foods. So we're dogs. Yeah. It makes no sense. And so, you know, why are you giving them synthetic stuff? And yeah, it's just like, no. So now is my crusade, you know, to kind of spread the word of, you know, what, what is good for your dog. So I'm curious, I'm going to try this again with, with my dog. Okay. I was real. I had a lot of high hopes, you know, cause I was like, okay, maybe this is the answer. Cause I had heard really good stuff about CBD and I didn't really know much about it, but I knew a lot of people who were using it, but, uh, so I'll try it again, but she has such gut issues. That's yeah. why I sometimes give her the kibble. That's like right. very, very low carb right. uh, with cleaner ingredients, whatever, mm-hmm. just to kind of bulk that up because 
Well, Natalia, it's not fun having to clean up a mess all through the house. No, so, yeah, but she's, I, I just feel terrible because she's kind of, I, I, we're at that point because we keep thinking we're going to have to make that decision. Oh, yeah. But we're, it's like we just got to do what we can do to make her comfortable. Right. And that's why she's on the medication she's on. Otherwise, I would never do that. It'll be interesting. You know, I'm thinking, was she on the other medication? Was she still on these medications when you gave her the CBD to start with the first time? I don't think so. No. Okay. If I remember right, this has been a little but while. We've, we've kind of gone through stuff, probiotics, this and that. And sometimes CBD really works well with medications. And then sometimes you'll have that diarrhea effect. Hmm. that'll be one of the things to to watch for sometimes it can really assist the medication you know again because Hmm. you got all those receptors that's open up the receptors and everything just works better just out of curiosity i'm not sure if you mentioned this i can't remember is okay say and i have to bring this up because i just think it's hysterical about the whole you know ivermectin being you know nay for horses right um is is the cbc cb D for the pets, uh, human quality. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It, it, you could go either way. Yeah. In fact, is the, the only reason why I don't recommend, uh, because most of our human product, we have other terpenes in them for, for a reason. If we want you to relax or we want you to focus mm-hmm. or we want you to be calm or we want you to have pain, we put different terpenes in each one of those mm-hmm. to address that specific uh, ailment. Okay, so that's kind of why I say, hey, the the CBD that we have for for dogs has no terpenes in them. Just that. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so that that kind of actually had an answer. Personally, could take that CBD easily. It's that clean. Yes, absolutely. Good question. I like that. Good question. That's what I was really quite, you know. I don't know what the word is impressed with the CBD company that I go through now because of how clean they were, even with their pets, you know, the the pet products that says something to me because as you know, what's put in our pet food and what was that movie that was out uh, pet fooled or do you remember that one? Uh, Something like that, something fooled. I think it's pet fooled, maybe something like that. And that movie or documentary is horrifying. Oh, yeah. It goes through, you know, I mean, I knew it wasn't good, but good gosh. After watching that movie, I was like, okay, mm -mm, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Anybody ever saw how a hot dog was made, they never. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) You're not getting me to eat a hot dog. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, the stuff I eat pretty much has one ingredient in it. (laughs) No, it's like, no, I don't do that anymore. I'll take uh, flaming yarn any day. That's that's my favorite. That that's what I eat. Yeah, And, and ground. I do eat ground beef, and I know that there are certain allowances of like organs and various stuff added in there and so and some of their like requirements I can't even think about you know <laughs> like you're allowed so many insect parts and stuff and I'm like it's a, it's a white slurry when it comes out it's it's terrible looking so uh, yeah no okay let me check. so did we cover everything that you were looking for okay let me go through my list we're right about time but I wanted uh what is the entourage effect we, we didn't, I don't think, did we, well, I don't think I, we I talked about explain that a little bit. 
That's okay. where there's 113 cannabinoids in, oh, okay. in, in, in the CBD, okay? And when you take each one of those cannabinoids, and if you just put them by themselves like CBD without the other 112, it doesn't work as well as when you have the whole. So that's called the entrenage effect. We've gotcha. got the whole product versus just parts here and there. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. Entourage. That makes sense. (laughs) Oh, okay. What are the top five questions every dog owner always asks about hemp and CBD? I always like these. Oh, I wish I would have written them all down and see if I can remember. (laughs) First of all, we talked about, does it get my dog high? Okay. That, yeah. And no, it's not going to get your high dog. Um, what are the adverse effects to it? So we talked about that a little mm-hmm. bit. There's really only two, you know, and that, that one is going to court or go to sleep or the other is you're going to get a little diarrhea. Easy to take care of both of them. Um, I'm trying to think of the other three. Come on, D. Uh, <laughs> you know, do day. Um, on the spot. On the spot. And I should have had them written down because I, 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 sometimes I forget at my age. I, I always use my, anytime I forget, I say, oh, that's because of my age, you know, and it's really because I've been thinking about other things. Um, that's my excuse. So oh. let me see, we covered that one, we covered this one. Um, side effects. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Sorry. That's okay. We'll, we'll go on to the next one. And if, and if you think about it, ch- chime in. Okay. And, and I think... You, you've kind of gone over this a little bit, but it's okay. Psh, I do that all the time. I can be in the middle of a sentence and forget what I was going to say and go, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What is the checklist that a dog parent should have handy before buying any herbal supplements for their dog? And I think you probably went over some of this. Yeah. The major thing that I, that I say is look at the COA. In other words, if they tell you something's in there, make sure it's in there and what quantity it's in there. You know, make sure it's organically grown. I, I'm just, I'm dumbfounded at all the pesticides and herbicides that they're using. I mean, it, it, it amazes me. I have psoriasis because we use DDT and parathine and malathine until I was you know, 18 years old growing up on a farm. Mm. Then they finally figured out that DDT wasn't too good for you. So those, <laughs> are, those are, you know, Make sure you're getting it from a quality person. If you're buying it from the convenience store or video store, it's probably not good CBD. I mean, that's all there is to it. So make sure it's full spectrum or broad spectrum. You do not want isolate, period. If it's isolate and if if it says CBD, um, and that's where the COAs really come in handy because they spell out what's in it you know, what, how much CBD, how much CBG, how much CBN and all that, all the rest of the stuff. So that's where COAs really come in handy. And, and without it, it's, they'll say CBD and hemp oil. Well, how much? Like you go on Amazon right now, they say CBD oil. Well, that's exactly what it is. It's CBD oil. It's oil made from the hemp plant, but it has very little or no CBD in it. Mm. So you're looking for those milligrams of CBD. If they, if it, you know, if it says it's got 50 milligrams, it's probably worthless. 
you know, even on a small dog, 50 milligrams, if you're using a dropper and there's 30 in a bottle, you're giving the dog about what, 1.2 milligrams per serving? I mean, that's nothing. It's just, it's not going to help the dog. So uh, consequently, you say all this damn stuff doesn't work. Yeah. So that could be very well what, what happened to us. I don't know. So those are the major points <laughs> that you need to know. Okay. Yep. All right. That good makes question, sense. All right. Very good question. Um, let me just make sure. Uh, we kind of went over this, but in case you had more to say about this, what Big Pharma does not want dog owners to know about natural remedies. We kind of talked a little bit about Big Pharma, yeah. but. I tell everybody it's the miracle molecule, as far as I'm concerned, CBD is, okay? Because it, it can help with inflammation, can help with seizures, aggressiveness, anxiety. Uh, it, it, there's anecdotal stuff on the, there that helps with Crohn's disease for dogs mm. too. Um, mast cell, it uh, helps quite a bit with that ease of pain. And a lot of people are putting top tropical CBD on mast cell and it's shrunk the mast cell. I belong to a, a website or a Facebook page that talks about it all the time. I'm really impressed with it. Fact is we're coming out with a salve for, for heat, you know, hot spots on dogs and for mast yeah. cell. So we are coming out with a salve to do that. Um, where was I going with this whole thing? So what was the question? <laughs> okay. What does Big Pharma not want you to know so, about? So they don't want it. How are they? You know, it's like follow the money. You know, it's like politicians follow the money. So it's it's big firms follow the money. It, you know, they don't want the vets and the doctors and even people to know about this, even anecdotal, if you go on the website, I tell everybody before they buy, hey, go on the website and see if what I'm telling you is the truth. Because if they did, just think what would happen to Prozac or Benadryl or any of their other products that, that, that they're pushing on dogs all the time. And you know the, the, the money that they'd lose, the billions of dollars that they'd lose. And that's why, it was big pharma that, you know, I'm going to give you a little history lesson now. 1936 is when you couldn't grow hemp anymore. Okay. Brought back in the world war two because they wanted for rope for all of the parachutes mm -hmm. they were making. As soon as the war was over, couldn't do it anymore. So consequently until 2018, none of the universities could study the effects of how good CBD did. Oh, I remember hearing this. Yeah, because because it was illegal for them to have CBD mm -hmm. on the premise, mm -hmm. even though they could get it. You know, the only ones that could before that were Oregon and Washington, and maybe California because they they were legally letting them do CBD. But so Israel, Europe, are so much far ahead of us on studies. Uh, protocol studies, like I can give you a lot of social protocols, but what are they with? Five dogs, 10 dogs, 20 dogs, 30 dogs, no 10,000 dogs. We're probably 10, 12, 15 years away from having those studies that are finished because there are 161 studies right now going on with CBDs. Wow. 
in 10 years, 15 years from now, you're going to be able to say to me, oh, I've got a dog that's got mast cell and it weighs 40 pounds. And I'm going to look at my chart and say, hey, I'll tell you what. I hope I live that long, by the way. Uh, I'll tell you what. You're, you need for a 40 pound dog, you need, uh, you need 500 milligrams of CBD every day to help that dog to take those tumors down. Oh, I got a high anxiety dog and it's a bulldog. Okay. And it weighs 80 pounds. Okay. So this, but those studies will be done and we'll be able to be more exact rather than say, oh, start out all slow and go high, you know, where I say start out high and go down, you know. So we won't be able, we won't have to say that anymore. We'll be able to look up on our charts and say, this is what you need to do. Just like doctors say, oh, your blood pressure, you need uh, uh, 10 milligrams or 10, whatever it is of, of uh, some pill. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I have one more thing real quick. Um, would you tell us a little bit of what we can find in this book right here and the special surprise that you told me about? Oh, okay. So you want me to tell them the special surprise? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so it just goes off the beginning of CBD and how it helps and all the different types of CBD. We've run over some of them. It goes in a little more detail about what isolate is and what you know, broad spectrum and what full spectrum is goes, tells you about what to look for. And pretty much uh, then after that, we're, we're telling a lot of different stories of, of how it's helped different dogs, you know, with some of the, some of the things we just talked about. And what we're offering is uh, they can go to your URL and I'm sure you're going to post that for them that uh, they can get the first four chapters of that book. It's got my life history in there. Just skip over that and go to the rest of it. Uh, and uh, we're, we're glad to give them the first four chapters, which are the meat of the book. Okay? Awesome. If they want to find out about how we've helped all sorts of dogs, feel free to buy the book. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Well, Dean, it has been a pleasure to talk with you. And hey, while y'all are here, subscribe to my channel and go follow Dean. I'll have all his stuff below. So no worries. But again, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. And lots of good stuff. Hey, it's been a pleasure. It's been fun. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Bye, Dean. Bye.